You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. Killing young men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round three of the Star Wars Smackdown Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? The sky. Woo! And the ceiling, and the fan, and all that good stuff. Also with us is Dan Katz. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? The sky. (laughs) (laughs) Also with us is the Star Wars scholar making his triumphant return, Mr. Steve Coltis. I got to rise up through the flames. Give me a second. My pyro's starting. Oh, no, wait. They cut pyro's. They cut pyros. That's my entrance is gonna work, guys. Are you even coming uh, from the stage? Yeah, I, I don't know. They cut pyros. Just no, just raise, yeah, we just raise up through a hole and it'd be like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. You just crouch down and just get, go up really slowly. Yeah. I heard Gangrel is a uh, Gangrel's like a porn uh, director now or something like that. Yep, that's true. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. What's up, man? And also rounding out this crew is another guy making his triumphant return. Mr. Joe Bo. You know what else is high? These tax rates, I'll tell you. They're, they're too high. <laughs> they they got to they gotta come down. The 2% is too, too, it's they're, they're taking the control 1%. over the, the working class. And, and we got to do something about it. Right now, Joe Bo's bent over really far, and his hands are above his head while he's talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm hunched. And your hair is receded, and it's gray. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what? Buddy, the, buddy, 1%. Shut the fuck up. all right ladies and gentlemen that's right this is round three of the star wars smackdown tournament here on blah blah podcast if you like what you hear please subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter and listen to the other rounds preceding this episode to get caught up with what we're doing are you done someone opening a Hershey bar oh no i'm sorry that was me i was just throwing some trash away Oh, hey. All right. Bye, Joe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, oh. <laughs> all right. Oh. So let's get the ball rolling on this. Oh. Sean. Yes. Take it away. All right. Uh, let's get right into the tournament here. Uh, this is the Elite Eight round. Uh, so let's go to the first match. Oh, should I go over how we're judging this again, just in case anyone's a new listener? Yeah, just just real quick. You never know. Blow their fucking minds. <laughs> Uh, basically we, uh, we're judging each of these matchups based on three different categories, whether it be, uh, merchandise, uh, head to head matchup and character design. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then we'll take a vote between all five of us and come up with a winner. Uh, Woo! so let's start with the first matchup. We have 
Number nine seed, Count Dooku, with uh, two film appearances. He is a Sith Lord, leader of the Confederacy of Independent Systems, and is a former Jedi Master. And he's facing number 12 seed, the Rancor. Uh, one film appearance. At, it is a large, semi-sentient rep, reptilian carnivore native to the planet Dothamir. Uh, it has long arms, immense jaws, and armored hides that can withstand blaster fire, and is the pet of Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. I think Joe should start this one off since he's a returning guest. Thanks, Jason. I owe you one, pal. No problem, Bernie. The uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Dooku versus the Rancor. Um, obviously, design uh, goes to the Rancor. Um, I think in a hand-to-hand, um, I think I would give it to Dooku uh, due to his, you know, his experience uh, in the Force. Um, he's got the Force Lightning. He's got the the lightsaber. Um, Luke was able to take out the Rancor, you know, with, with you know, limited stuff and limited training. But a fully trained Sith Lord should be able to take that thing down, no problem. So hand to hand, I'll give that to Dooku. It all comes down to markability, marketability for me. Um, and I think I would have to go with Dooku on this one, just because around the time of the Clone Wars, I remember seeing the posters, and they would they would have. Two kind of like images that you would see a lot. It would be Anakin, Padme, and Obi Wan in front of a bunch of Jedi, and it would be Dooku, Jango, and Zam Weasel in front of a bunch of the clone troopers. So I would see Dooku all over the place um, in that image, and it's a, it's an image that sticks in my mind. Uh, the Rancor, while you know iconic, I don't really see on a lot of of material. It's more of a you know cool little monster scene. Um, so in terms of markability, I'm going to give that to Dooku as well. So I'm going with Dooku. Good going, Joe. And you pretty much resonated what I thought as well. Uh, yes, I think the Rancor wins in design because he's this fierce-looking monster as opposed to Christopher Lee. Although Christopher Lee is a very, very good-looking man. Uh, that's pretty much the only, only one in my mind that the Rancor wins. Just like you were saying, Joe, I think... Dooku could slice and dice the Rancor, and uh, I'm actually looking on JediBusiness.com right now, um, because Dowling's not here. I'm trying to look at how many Dooku toys there are. I'm just not coming up with the number. So yeah, but uh, I'd say um, Dooku would win that as well. So Dooku for me. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll just jump in here. Basically, everything's already been said. Um... The other thing with the Rancor is just if you're going off toys anyway, the only way they can sell that thing is like as a deluxe playset type mm-hmm. deal. So it's not getting like individual releases. Whereas I'm sure there's been multiple versions of Dooku every time they've decided to do him in a line or yeah for the movie he was in, along with he was all over the place on cereal boxes and whatever the fuck else they use for advertising back Pop-tarts. then. Pop tarts. Yeah. Let me ask this: Does anyone else, Steve or Sean, feel differently than we do? Uh, no, I'm also going with doo doo. Doo 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 doo. Steve? Yeah, no, I'm going Count Dooku as well. It's just he 
the mar- like the uh, the look thing I get markability definitely Dooku because he's like a prominent character, not just a monster. And uh, combat wise, definitely Dooku would stay far away and probably smash him with a rock or lightning him and fry him, so he'd be safe the whole time. So yeah, Dooku. Fuck yeah, Dooku, do yeah. do. So let, let's just talk uh, for the rancor though. You know, it 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 took on Leia and Boba Fett. I mean, yeah, practical <laughs> design creature. Yeah, my God, yeah. So, <laughs> although Boba Fett movie-wise wasn't much of a threat, I think I could have taken out Boba Fett. To be fair, yeah, probably. All you had to do is just throw. Just it, close like, your yeah, eyes and believe. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Boba Fett and, and, and all apologize to the Rancor trainer. And, yeah. Uh, and then go on. Oh no, Dooku killed him too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, God. stop your crying. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that pretty much solidifies Count Dooku into uh, the next round. Um, let's Woo! go. Let's go to the next matchup. We have number eleven seed Jar Jar Binks. Uh, four oh. film appearances. Uh, he is a Gungan male uh, military commander and politician who played a key role in the invasion of Naboo and the Clone Wars that accumulated in the fall of the Galactic Republic and the rise of the Galactic Empire. Uh, Gungans are tall humanoids with flexible structure, strong leg muscles, strong gills, muscular tongues, and other traits that are designed for living in the waters of Naboo. And he's facing off against number two seed, Yoda. Uh, five film appearances. Uh, he is a Jedi Master. He's the Grand Master of the Jedi Order. He's almost 900 years old, and he's Damn. some sort of mysterious species. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rim jump good she gives. Anyway, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, I think this is just this is this is obvious. Uh, Yoda, um, as marketable as Jar Jar Banks is, Yoda. Has or been was. around, or or was sh- sh- true. Uh, Yoda has been around for longer and has been on just as many things, if not more things, than Jar Jar Binks has. In fact, Yoda has his own serial. Um, as far as design <laughs> goes, they're both characters that are not human, so that gives them both a plus. However, Yoda, I think, gets a small edge in the fact that he is he is small and can be done both as a puppet and CG. Um, mm-hmm. That I think that gives them a, a bit of an edge. And as for oh, the, God, f- I think a Jar Jar practical effect would just be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as it f- wouldn't blink until it did it in CGI. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for the fight, Yoda would obviously murder Jar Jar immediately. Even if let's say that theory is true that Jar Jar is a Sith, uh, Yoda sh- would even take him out then because Jar Jar stands a chance. Emperor. Did he almost, though? I would say so. Uh, uh, but yeah, Yoda, all three categories. Yoda! Yeah, yeah, me too. All three. Yeah, I would give Yoda all three, um, especially because in, in design, I just want to note, Yoda, even in CG, still looks like, you know, Yoda. Oh, Jar-Jar. I thought you were going to say Frank it's Oz. C- what? It looks like Frank Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, Jar Jar, a, a completely CG character, looks like a giant heaping turd, and I hate it. I hate looking at him. I hate seeing him run him around. Tell it's, it's, he's a piece of shit, and I hate him. So, 
Misa, uh, I don't like you, Jobo. Well, oh. Jobo, you can go suck on Jar Jar's long lollipop. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Those things were gross. Jobo, go <laughs> suck on the tongue lollipop and then go to bed. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, yeah, Yoda for me as well. Nice. All right. Uh, Steve, are you also going Yoda? Uh, yeah, Yoda all the way. Every every uh, every aspect. And even in the fight, too, let's say Jar Jar is a Sith. He's not a good one. He's not a powerful <laughs> one. I'm telling you right now. Maybe he's just playing an idiot the entire time, and he's just amazing. He could, yeah, he could be, but even so... Too. <laughs> even he yeah, had drunken kung fu. Even if he was like a, like a, a somewhat good Sith Lord, he wouldn't be as good as Palpatine, and Yoda could take him out. He'd kill him. Yeah. yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I wasn't going to go for Jar yeah, Jar. Yeah. So. What's that? You're voting for Jar Jar? Yeah. Okay, that's one vote for Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Yoda has more noted. votes. <laughs> so. Let it be noted. <laughs> so, uh, so Yoda, I, yeah. Yoda's going to move on to before, the, the... What? What the fuck do you want? I just wanted to tell you, did you guys ever read that uh, it's now legend in the Legends continuity? Because uh, Disney erased all that, but there was a uh, comic book about Jar Jar's parents and young Jar Jar and his father was like a fisherman and Jar Jar caused them like a, to be shipwrecked. Oh and my throughout God. the entire Menace, comic, Menace. throughout the entire comic, Jar Jar's dad tries to have him killed. <laughs> and it never works. So then his dad tries to kill himself, but can't do it. <laughs> and then something happens, and he has to live the rest of his days on the island dealing with Jar Jar's antics. Oh my god, I want to read this now. Is this real? I don't I believe that... you. <laughs> I look it up. <laughs> it's real. It's now Legends continuity, but I wish it were. Hey, if Jar Jar's a clown now, then <laughs> like you're not, you know, you can make this canon again. Hell yeah. All right. All right, I want to read this. Never thought I'd want to read a Jar Jar comic, but here I am. <laughs> you can read well, it Jar while Jar's sucking dad. on the Jar Jar tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Does Yoda have a lollipop? I don't think so. <laughs> he, has a, he has his own That's fucking cereal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, so Yoda moves on to the next round. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number one seed, Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Six film appearances, uh, and he is a former Jedi Knight turned Sith Lord. He and he uses cybernetic armored suit to survive, and he is an immaculate birth. Uh, <coughs> and he's facing off against number four seed uh, Chewbacca, with five phone appearances. What a uh, he is a Wookiee. He and the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. He is super strong and loyal. This is a tough uh, one. I feel like they're kind of tied. No, for me, it's Darth Vader all the way. And why is that? Well, marketability-wise, Darth Vader is the face of Star Wars for me personally. Like, when people think Star Wars, the first thing you think is is Darth Vader. Uh, look, if it was just Anakin Skywalker, I would go uh, Chewbacca. But if we're talking Darth Vader, like, full suit Darth Vader, without a doubt, it's Darth Vader. Like, Chewbacca looks like Bigfoot. Like, if you, like, peel away, like, the Star Wars title, he's Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Like, Star... It's like Darth Vader wears he wears ancient Sith armor and like his breathing and like just his whole construct is very unique and very cool and he like got a lot of those sci-fi suit looks started I feel like uh, fight wise if Kylo Ren can take a crossbow uh, uh, like the blaster bolt shot to the stomach and be fine Darth Vader's gonna be all right if little wimpy Kylo Ren can get shot in the stomach and live I think Darth Vader will win because <clears throat> I just Darth Vader would force Darth Vader would pick him up and just crush his larynx and he would be dead like 
Chewie's not going to close the distance on Darth Vader. Yeah, and in the beginning... Oh, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, he's going to lift him up, crush his throat, and then throw him back. Yeah, which is exactly what I was going to say. It happens in the beginning of the Force Awakens game, where you play as Darth Vader, and I know it's not canon, but it's just like you're on Kashyyyk. And yeah, you the force unleashed, mow, you mess up the Wookiees, yeah. Oh, my God. You mow them down like they're butter. And it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. Yeah. But I'm going to go, yeah. for me, it's Darth Vader every single category. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm leaning towards Vader, too. And in terms of um, head-to-head, I think Vader would absolutely mince um, Chewie. Design, I, I think Vader has the more distinct, unique design than Bigfoot. I mean, Chewie. But the one thing I was going to, I'm kind of just teetering about, and I know that's two out of three, so that's Vader for me, but like marketability, I feel like they're kind of tied with that personally. But if I someone could, wants I could to. See, I could see both sides, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if someone wants to rebuttal. If we're, not, we're not taking Force Awakens into account where like part of the freaking selling of that movie was that shot of just Chewie and Han. Like, mm-hmm. that's. What they marketed that movie on more than anything. Well, that's was, only because I mean, Darth Vader was dead. Yeah. What? But, well, the first. But that's the, first the thing. Teaser, Darth Vader's dead. Chewie's not. But the first thing, one of the first teaser trailers was uh, Kylo Ren looking at the burned helmet of Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like your grandfather. <laughs> I feel it. The pole yeah. to the heart. <laughs> I mean, the only way Chewie's getting uh, a hand to hand against Vader is if he surprises him and rips his arms and shit off. Like, yeah, if, he just, Vader? if he jumped, That's if he jumped out from behind a bush and just ripped his arms up, but, <laughs> yeah, but he, Vader would feel him through the force. Yeah, he'd have to get really. Yeah, Vader would sense him. Yeah, he'd have to get really close, and I don't think he'd be able to get that close to Vader. Also, yeah. also, Vader can use his force choke without raising his hands because he his his hands are robotic. It has nothing to do with the force power. He only does yeah. that point, like, effect. He could just look at you and crush your throat without using his hands. Mm. It was, that was George Lucas' playing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. You can't take his arms off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah, Vader. Um, as far as... Uh, I think Jason was right. Marketability is, is very close. Chewbacca is still heavily featured on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but even though Darth Vader's dead, he's still featured on a lot of things too. <laughs> um, as far as design, yeah, Vader. Although I would argue, and maybe I'll have to argue at some point that Vader's design isn't truly original, but we'll get to that at some point. Um, I'll still give that one to Vader, and then head to head, Vader would probably take out Chewbacca for the reasons we have already mentioned. Woo! All right, Vader. All right. Yeah, yeah. May I, uh, yeah, Sith Lords all the way. So, I'm Let, I'm gonna go with this. with Vader as well. Um, but I, I actually would have given de, uh, design to uh, Chewbacca. Um, and um, the market the marketing um, Vader wins. You know, slightly over. I do think Chewbacca is one of the things you think of when you hear Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um. He's but kids loved. Yeah, it's, he's a big kids old do dog. Love man. Kids do love Chewie. Um, like Yoda, Chewbacca, C three PO, R two D two, Vader, and Stormtroopers are like kind of the images that you first think of. Um, and um, so Vader, Vader wins though because he's a major character. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah, Vader for me. Woo! All right. Also, 
Fun fact about Vader, his suit was designed to not work right, to cause him pain, to make him stronger in the dark side. So even if he gets more hurt, he's just going to get stronger. He's like the Hulk. That's just a really weird design, but all right. Yeah, so and, and also but, as... Oh, what? What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, as we learned from the Red Letter Media video, uh, his, his suit was designed at the, the uh, Senator Palpatine uh, Medical Center. <laughs> Remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's his. It's like his memorial medical center, even though he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was a big donator. Yeah, yeah. At first, I thought you were you were talking about the actual suit, like they stuck needles in it, so David Prowse like constantly felt pain, so he yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there. Ow! Oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so that means Darth Vader moves on, and uh, let's go to. The last matchup for this round, we have number 11 seed General Grievous, uh, one film appearance. Uh, he is a uh, Kalish cyborg general and leader of the droid army. Uh, he chooses to receive cybernetic implants to increase his combat power, collects lightsabers, and he has the ability to wield four at a time in combat. And he's facing number seven seed Darth Maul. Uh, one film appearance, he is a Sith apprentice to the to Darth Sidious. Uh, he is a Dothamirian Zabrak series or species, I should say, uh, which is uh, the combination of the horns and tattoos representing his tribal heritage, and he uses a double-ended lightsaber. Can we just tie? Because I feel like these guys are completely equal in my mind. You think? I don't know what to do. Darth Maul, I, I, Darth Maul would beat Darth Maul would beat General Grievous ten times out of ten. You think yeah. so? I know without a doubt. Um. But, you go ahead, Joe, but you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, it's Maul all three for me. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, design, it's just, the, he just looks awesome. He, You just see him, and it's just menacing and scary and, you know, freaky. And, you know, I think it, he freaked kids out, even though he was only in the movie for two minutes. He Every scene he was in, he just looked crazy. Um, in terms of marketing, again, Maul. Um he was all over the marketing and Phantom Menace. Um, while Grievous, you know, was featured prominently in the marketing of Revenge of the Sith, they still do stuff with Maul, especially because of the Clone Wars and everything. They still do Clone Wars toys. They still do Star Wars Rebels toys. They, they carried him over into those franchises. Um, so you get a lot more toys. You get, and he was, every poster had like the silhouette of his eyes, like in, in the yeah. top. Um, yeah, that just adds to it. It's just effective. And then, um, hand to hand, um, I, we, I don't think we saw Grievous use force pushes or anything well, like he, that. Well, he's not well, force sensitive. No, he, he's, he is, he is not force sensitive. He's only, he's only yes. trained robotically. He, he, so, he claims that, uh, Count Dooku taught him some things, but you, you don't see anything of what he would, would have taught him right. in the fight. Yeah. So, so because of his robotics, I think. You know, we saw Darth Vader crush a bunch of robots before he yelled no. So <laughs> I think Darth Maul can just grab him and crush his, you know, his lungs that don't work. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm with Maul, all three. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, I'm with Maul, all three as well. I mean, I hate the Phantom Menace, but I still love Darth Maul. And, like, I saved up change to go buy the Darth Maul action figure because it came out when I was, like, you know, not able to make money. <laughs> and uh, we were walking down to the toy store, fucking popping a bunch of change and mixed bills on the counter. Like, I want Darth Maul. <laughs> wow, you were that person. Yeah. 
was. Pretty serious about it. They had those weird little like dog tag ID things that were like some sort of voice chip or something around that time that you bought wow. like some recorder. I didn't have that. I literally just bought Darth Maul in that in that wave. But uh what the fuck does that do? Is it like uh the character speaks? Yeah, I think it was just like a maybe one or two quotes by what is, Did you get the Ray Park edition? Yeah, do you do you get the one where where Darth Maul goes, Do you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> what happens? The same thing that the happens to everything thing else. That happens to everyone else. <laughs> and uh you know, his design is way cooler. It's probably one of I think I mean, I think it's probably one of the coolest designs they've ever done even just cuz that Star Wars movie everyone was waiting for one, but they sold Phantom Menace on Darth Maul like yeah. that image of him like lighting up two sides of a lightsaber and everything. And uh, I'm going to spoil a little bit of what next week uh, my argument would be to, to have him go as Maul. Everyone says, like, oh, but Obi-Wan kicked Maul's ass. Like, Darth Maul was a Sith apprentice fighting a Jedi Master and a Jedi Padawan at the same time, killed the Master, and then slipped up once and got killed by another apprentice after he was but just But then apparently didn't get like, killed. Ever. Because Star, yeah, Star Wars Rebels not, is canon. Yeah, and Star Wars Rebels is now canon, and eventually he fucking was like an old gunslinger and wanted to go out the same way he was supposed to die, like an honorable death, so he went and found Obi-Wan. And, and there was whole stuff in the Clone Wars, down. too, with him and his brother and all that. And Yeah, is Clone Wars still canon? Is Clone Wars still canon, or is it yes. like whatever it, they wrote into Rebels being canon, even though Clone I Wars think it. Before? I think it is still canon. Can we go back to this brother thing? I, this is news to me. Yeah, he had a brother. Darth Maul had a brother. Yellow Press. What's his name? Played by uh, Crocodile Dundee, or whatever that actor's name is. No, it's, but he's yeah. voiced by Clancy Brown. Savage Opress, but it's pronounced like Savage Panini Press? Opress. Is that his name? What? Yes, he's a sandwich. Panini Press. Panini Mall. He was voiced by uh, Mr. Krabs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it, it him for the Clone Wars. But. Yeah, no, you guys have really uh, made me think who I wanted to choose because I didn't know going into this, and I'm gonna pick them all as well. I I kind of I'm tied with design because I I mean I'm probably a lamo, which I am because I love Independence Day, but I love Grievous' <laughs> design. And you love Kingdom yeah. of the Crystal Skull. No, I hated Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, I just liked oh, yeah. it more than Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom's an atrocity, but um. <laughs> I'll never forget that time we were watching Temple of Doom at uh, Evan's place back in college, and I'm like, can we just turn this off? But it wasn't as bad as Power Rangers Turbo. That movie is just... That movie belongs in a time capsule. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Maul. Steve. Okay. I need my spiel here. So, marketing... Uh, I give it to Maul. He's on every single piece of Episode 1 stuff, and he's been on Clone Wars and uh, and he's been on Rebels. He's just he's on more stuff. I feel like there's way more uh, mall toys than Grievous things. Uh, design, even though Grievous is a cool like hybrid robot alien, uh, I do think that. Uh, well, I remember the first time I saw Grievous, it was nowhere near as uh, it did. It didn't leave as much of an impact as it did for Darth Maul, especially. Because holding four lightsabers was neat, but seeing that saber staff light up for the first time to me was just amazing. I was like, "What is that? That is amazing." So uh, I'll give 
I'll give design to uh, Maul. And then as far as the fight goes, okay, so Grievous says that he's been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. The Jedi arts include forms one through six, which are Shicho, Makashi, Suresu, Ataro, Shien, and Niman. Those are just <laughs> Damn, the standard. Dude. Those are just the standard. Um, I had to look up that list, by the way. I did not memorize that. But those are just the yeah, standard sure. lightsaber combat. Yeah. <laughs> those are just the standard forms of Jedi lightsaber combat. Darth Maul is trained in the seventh, more specifically, Sith form of Juyo, which I know that uh, Darth Maul did not train, uh, or Darth uh, Tyrannus or Count Dooku trained um, General Grievous in that at all, because that's a Sith form. And even as a Sith, Count Dooku didn't train in that at all. He was a Form 2 guy. Uh, so I think, I think if Darth Maul didn't crush his gut bag with the Force... I think he would just probably jump over him and shove his saber staff through his back because Grievous <laughs> can't move. Grievous can't move that fast. He's pretty clunky. At least if we're going by how he acts in the movies, he's pretty clunky. Darth Maul would just kind of like distract him, jump over him. But and you cut know what? In one defense of Grievous, he does have the ability to walk on all fours, which makes him quicker than most people. That's true. That is true. But I mean, um, one of the big things about Darth Maul is he didn't use his usage of the force to practice force powers he turned the force inwards and used it to make his lightsaber combat lightning fast and uh that's a trademark of the sith assassin which or which he was they, so they put honestly, in for the I, trademark on that <laughs> yeah they did but i think i just think i think he would just flip over grievous and just gut him uh yeah well my vote doesn't matter but i would also have gone darth maul for uh for all three um yeah I'm, I'm going to save all my arguments for next week because we agreed on everything for, for this one, except for, <laughs> yeah, except for an easy one. Yeah. Except for Dan's one vote for Jar Jar Banks. We agreed on every single one of these categories. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Great show. Everybody. Good night. <laughs> uh, so uh, before, uh, before we move on, let's, let's uh, preview the matchups we have for the finals coming up next week. We have uh, Count Dooku facing Yoda, which is going to be a rematch from episode two. Oh um, Yeah. And we're going to have Darth Vader against Darth Maul. Um, oh, I'm getting, getting the stiffy. <laughs> I'm getting so hard. I got a chub. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those those will be the matchups leading into the finals next week. Um, but we do have a little time left here. So uh, I figured uh, we should do a couple of our, our normal uh, segments uh, that we normally do on the show. Uh, and I have a couple uh, miscellaneous stories that we haven't gotten to over the last couple of weeks. So why don't we yeah. go into miscellaneous? I'm ready. I'm ready, Sean. Give me the double-edged lightsaber now. Jason, you can't handle the double-edged lightsaber. <laughs> like I said Sean, last week, it's like... Sean doesn't like, have the Force Effects lightsaber. You gotta ask Steve for that one. Yeah, give it to me, Steve. It'll be like reverse lady in the tramp. <laughs> <laughs> going through the butts. What is <laughs> wrong with all you people? <laughs> Right in my ass. What did did you hear like, it? I thought you meant did the did the did the intro play? Yeah, there you go. Oh, there. no homo. <laughs> oh, no homo. No. Wow. no. I thought you meant did the intro play. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, so we, confused. We, we, were, we, were enter- we were entering some dangerous territory. Really. Yeah. All right. Uh, our first story is actually a Star Wars miscellaneous story. Appropriate enough. Oh, uh, a neuroscientist who goes by the name of Neuroskeptic on Twitter uh, created a fake study about midichlorians, which was then published in four different medical journals. 
like, oh, submitted what? it and they reviewed it and what? put it in the actual. Uh, yes, uh, these journals include. <laughs> These journals include the American Journal of Medical and Biological Research, uh, the International Journal of Molecular Biology, Open Access, uh, the Austin Journal of Pharmacological and Therapeutics, and the American Research Journal of Biosciences. This is why people think... This is why people think Onion articles are real. Okay. I did find something that said someone tricked four dodgy journals into accepting a fake paper, so maybe they're not considered, like, the highest, but I don't know, because I'm obviously not familiar with too many scientific research journal companies, but... Um, uh, well, if, if, I mean, if obviously Jedi... they got to be kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. if, if, Je- if Jedi can be an official religion, then I I don't see why why there can't be uh, papers about midichlorians. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> uh, the what, what what was the guy that, the guy who published him was his name like uh, like Windu. like Lorge Lorge Lucas or something like that or was yeah. it? Oh, you, you put fake names. Yeah, too. I'll, I'll it, yeah it I'll get says... to that in a second. Um, <laughs> the published study details the real effects of midichlorians in the human body, and also features <laughs> a word for word excerpt from. Palpatine's Darth Plagueis the Wise speech. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Neuroskeptic even published the article under the names Dr. Lucas McGeorge and... Oh, my God. And uh, Dr. Annette Kin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Good for him. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Man. the goal of this prank was to target so-called predatory scientific journals, which charge <laughs> authors fees for submissions and disregard any quality work. <laughs> so it, oh. it was actually like an attack kind of thing. Testament. Sabotage. Yeah, kind of just to, to, to keep them on their toes, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, our next story. Joe, you like wine, don't you? Enjoy wine. Yeah. Well, Whining. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Well, Joe, I think you might uh, <laughs> you might enjoy this uh, story. A museum in New Jersey has recently discovered uh, bottles of wine dating all the way back to the late 1700s. Oh Ooh. shit! What would they taste like? Drink. You cannot drink those. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because because the, cork, the corks would have rotted. They're probably disgusting. Um, apparently during... I mean, it depends on how they were kept. I mean, they could have been kept in a friggin' way that they didn't have mold or any kind of yeah. degradation. Well, apparently um, apparently they were uh, re-bottled uh, in the, somewhere in the 1800s. So technically the, mm. uh, the bottles are only, what, 150 years old ish. Oh, eh, that could be all right then, maybe. Yeah. Uh, during yeah, you know that, that was only a few years ago. I'm pretty sure that wine that wine, just like anything else, doesn't age in the bottle, or, or is that the one thing that does age in the bottle? Because most things, it's about how long. I, I, I'm know, not an Joe. You would know. Age. Does does this wine? Yeah. I, I I I just because Jason, I, I wish my I wish my dad wine, would, you would know. It, I I. I I don't know because it's it's fermented and all that, and you, you, all that no, stuff. Wine, 
wine definitely ages in the bottle because wine goes bad. My dad is like really, really into wine, and he's opened a few bottles that were old, and they've gone skanked on them. It, it mm. does age because the Orson Welles commercial for Paul Masson, he goes perfectly aged in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it does oh, age. Ah, oh, the French. <laughs> um, need to watch that. <laughs> apparently, during a six-month renovation of their wine cellar at the Liberty Hall Museum, uh, three cases were found and are believed to be from 1796. Uh, and an additional 42 demijohns believed to be from the 1820s. A demijohn? Is that like a is that like John who's a god? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Joe, what is it? You're, you're Italian. You know about wine. What is it? <laughs> when you're staring, you're staring at a demijohn. <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't know what that means. Joe, are you drunk right now? No. Would, would you like to He's be? Drunk. <laughs> is it literally the word <laughs> John? <laughs> I don't know. Demi-John, like the name John, or is it spelled differently? It's spelled. What? It's spelled D E M I J O H N S. Huh. Okay. Wait. I just looked up a bulbous, narrow-necked bottle holding from three to ten gallons of liquid, typically enclosed in a wicker cover. Oh, there you go. That, that, What's those no, wine bottles? I know have people who look at that. on the outside of them. They see occasionally. Yeah, they'll keep it good, right? Right, Joe. I guess. <laughs> I just want some I, wine now, Sean. I, wanna, I, I, I just want you all to stop with the stereotyping here. Just... <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Do you want me to continue? Like, you want me to? Yo, did you have pasta out? for dinner? Yeah, I had it, the pasta with the meatball. Oh, and I had a lot of the wine and a mozzarella cheese. Oh, uh, everybody, everybody. Is your favorite off. video game character Mario? Oh yes, I like to jump around and I hit the coins. <laughs> 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 And you I talk like to ride your on my bike around. I ride on my bike around through the villa, and I say hello to all the people and the man juggling the, the meatball. I say hello, meatball is, man. Is Mario <laughs> Mario actually a real possibility for a name, or is that culturally <laughs> insensitive? Joe is Joe is your Joe like is your you didn't punch the microphone. Joe is your favorite movie The Godfather. <laughs> Oh yeah, so the kind of father wanted a two and a good fellas and uh, the, the gangster movies and uh, all right, but, but you don't like, like the part. Is that what you want? Is that what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? Because you got it. <laughs> you don't like the departed very much, though, right? No, that's not that the Italian mob, but that's not the Irish mob. Oh, you're, you want a little <laughs> Irish there at the end. <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholson, he's a pretty good idiot. It's some other stuff. Uh, Is that what you wanted to bring out of me? We did it. All right, pack it up, boys. Time to go home. Uh, oh my God. In case you're wondering, uh, the museum did test the, the wine uh, via the Rare Wine Company. Apparently, that's a real thing, uh, which did help confirm that it is authentic. So, Oh. I got more information about the word. It has three names. It could be also be called Carboys or Jimmy John. <laughs> Jimmy John. <laughs> the sand, like the sandwich? <laughs> Joe, could you give us any insight no, on either of those? Jimmy's. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do any such thing. <laughs> what, what, why is it called a Carboy? Is, is there some sort of connotation now that I'm not getting? 
I'm, I'm still stuck on Jimmy John's. It's like, I'm going to go fill up my sandwich with some wine, guys. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, you're going to sponsor Brock Lesnar. Um, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right, moving on. Our next story. Uh, Joe, you like the Olympics, don't you? <laughs> uh, if, if, they're on, if there's nothing else on, yeah, sure, I'll watch them. Uh, well, Olympics relay gold medalist Gil Roberts uh, was recently cleared of a failed drug test after he argued the ingestion of a banned substance was due to kissing his girlfriend. Oh. Ew. What was on her lips? Uh, he was initially suspended by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency after both his A and B samples tested positive for a masking agent called Probinicid. Probinicid? Called, called Smegma. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roberts said that he ingested the substance via, quote, frequent and passionate kissing from his girlfriend. He was kissing Woo! her other lips, though. Oh. oh. Wait. Oh. Uh, just days before his, his March drug test. Uh, apparently his girlfriend was using a sinus infection medication labeled Moxilong, uh, from a long, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, apparently came from a local chemist during a trip to India. All that sounds very fishy. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. He was probably, what was he making well, out with her nostrils or something? It's actually like the term they use like everywhere else. Not pharmacists, so that's not you know out of the ordinary. And you know this why, Dan? I watch a lot of you know foreign Crazy television shows. <laughs> I had, that's a video clip of how he reacted when he got found out he was in trouble. <laughs> it's actually my reaction when I found that I voted for Jar Jar, but you know. <laughs> I wish I could see James Earl Jones behind that recording booth when Lucas is like, <laughs> now just uh, scream uh, no. Like, uh, like you're really sad. Just scream no. 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 They probably did I'm it all. Like, this again today. <laughs> anyway, it, like, so this, this guy was sucking on his girlfriend's nostrils, <laughs> got some of her sinus medication in his bloodstream. And tested positive for steroids, right? For uh, a name? masking agent, uh, which oh, geez. masturbating. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the suspension was lifted. They they cleared him of everything. <laughs> so he, and his name was Brock Lesnar. In the Olympics already? Is that what happened, or or is he like trying? No, the Olympics aren't until next year. Well, I know that, but I'm saying like, was he in previous Olympics and they wanted to strip him of stuff? Yeah, he won a gold medal. Oh, okay. Good for him. Neck. Yeah. He was a broken freaking neck. His name was uh, Lert Langle. <laughs> yeah. Lert Langle. Anyway, moving on. Joe, you wear uh, uh, glasses, right? Sometimes. Do you ever wear contacts? <laughs> yeah, it's usually I put on my glasses when I don't feel like putting on my, my contacts. Okay. What's that like touching your eye? Is it really weird? Not really. You get used to it. Oh, well, anyway, uh, doctors in the UK were forced to remove 27 contact lenses from a woman's eye while prepping her for surgery. <laughs> I heard oh about gosh. this. She's, ew, was she like, she like misplaced her magnifying glass or something? <laughs> so she kept putting contact lenses in the sink? The 67-year-old... Apparently. Uh, the 67-year-old woman was initially going in for ca- cataract surgery. 
Uh, <laughs> when they discovered, wonder she couldn't see anything. <laughs> they discovered a quote bluish mass in one of her eyes, uh, which <laughs> which turned out to be seventeen contacts mashed together. Ah, she probably just kept forgetting they're in there. How do you forget they're in there? Though? Well, I think when you're wearing them, can't they like fall out but still be in your eye? Like, yeah, that happened to my he... dad. My dad was telling me when he when he first started using contacts, it would literally slide into like the back of his head. Uh. I'm thinking they're like floating around in his brain uh. or something. Uh. He, he, I'm like, how did you get rid of that? He's like, if you just keep blinking, it eventually moves back into place. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah, nope. yeah uh. <laughs> uh, Joe, if you ever misplace your contacts, do you just use pepperoni slices? <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, well, getting rough. I think you left. I think you left. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Joe, you know what to talk about. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't yeah. get them back. <laughs> what? No, Joe, just just shut up. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> what what did I do? Why you tell me to shut up? Why did I mean everybody shut up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so nice now. <laughs> anyway, um, the they ended up finding uh, ten more contacts stuck in the same eye. Um, apparently, all twenty-seven of these lenses were monthly disposables that the woman forgot over the last thirty-five years. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Ew. Uh, God damn and they it. said, uh, amazingly, there was no obvious infections in her eye. So she, she kind of lucked out there. Oh, She got really mm. lucky they didn't, like, fuse to her, like, iris. Yeah. That would have been bad. She would have become a superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dumb, dumb bitch girl who can't keep her <laughs> eye contact oh. out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, our next story. Joe, you go to the ATM, don't you? I have to. You never go ATM. Why? 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 <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Shut! Shut your mouth! The show is over. The show is done. The show is done. Why? Shut it down. Shut it down. Everyone go to bed. Why? My friends with you. I don't want to go. I don't even want to read the story anymore. Oh no. You know who's knocking on your door, Joe. It's time to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. Oof. Um, God. A Texas man working as a technician reportedly got stuck inside an ATM machine and <laughs> and used the receipt slot to slide out help me notes to the customers. <laughs> Feed me a kitten. <laughs> Feed me a kitten. Feed me a stray cat. <laughs> Um, the, oh my God. the man got stuck in the ATM room at a local bank of America while attempting to change the lock on the machine. <clears throat> he, uh, he apparently left his cell phone in his truck and got locked inside the ATM room. Uh, customers using the ATM were given a note from the receipt slot reading, quote, please help. I'm stuck in here and I don't have my phone. Please call my boss. Wait. It was in the actual machine, not just the ATM room like you can That's get into. That's so fucking... <laughs> it's a little man living in the ATM. <laughs> was it Peter Dinklage? No. Yeah, he got stuck in Actually, there. Actually, if it was Dinklage, he could have just he slide out the, the slot when the money comes out. For his upcoming role as an ATM repairman. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's like ago. that Twilight... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's like a Twilight <clears throat> Zone <throat> episode. <laughs> 
William Shatner. Um, there's a thing on the wing. Uh, it's like, there's a man in the ATM. <laughs> yeah. You turn on the ATM, his face is just behind the screen. No, but I, I was going to say, that reminds me of the time years ago when my dad had a repairman over. And he was home. It was just my dad and the repairman. And the guy goes into the attic. And my dad's like down in the basement working on something. Is this turning into a porn? I'm just waiting for it. I knew you were going to fucking say that, you sick fuck. (laughs) Christ, can I tell one story without it being sexual? Anyway. I I agree. Why can't... Why? why? So anyway, my dad here is knocking, coming from above the house. And he goes upstairs, and it's like where the attic door is. There's knocking on it. And you hear the guy yelling, help me, help me. He locked himself into the attic. Oh. Bastard. Is that your dad? Sex dungeon. Uh, yeah, it is Dan. It's my dad's sex dungeon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is our own podcast where we're bully free. Be a star, Joe. Bully Be a star. Free star. We're bully free. Bull bull podcast. Uh, well, the God. police say that at first customers thought it was a joke. Uh, however, eventually someone did take it seriously and ended up calling the authorities, and he was able to get out. He was probably all about all those assholes that left him in there because they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they just, I wonder if that actually got money out still, so people just saw the note and then we're getting their money. (laughs) You see, like (laughs) when 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 someone like you like you get a twenty, yeah, you request a twenty dollar bill, and it's like instead of the money sliding out of the machine, it's like a hand giving it to you. (laughs) There you go. Have a good day, sir. All right. Honestly, though, if I, if I was in that situation, like if I, I go to the ATM, there's an ATM right by my job and I'm there a lot, like depositing checks and whatnot. I mean, if I had a note that come out that said, like, help me, I honestly don't think I'd know what to do. The first thought in my mind wouldn't be that there's a little man stuck behind it. <laughs> you know, it would be it would be get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think the ATM was fucking haunted or something. I think there's going to be a robbery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, that's what we have uh, in in miscellaneous this week. Uh, now, before we go, there is one last thing that we're going to do for this week, and uh, that is we have a new game to debut on the show. Oh, Joe, do you like blank? <laughs> Joe, Joe, do you, you, like, do you like movies? I do like movies. Well, you might like this game then. Ooh. Joe, do you like movies about Italian stereotypes? <laughs> yeah, they're my favorite. That's all I watch. <laughs> Oh, my, ah, yes. my 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 cultural ba- heritage defines me entirely. hundred. How do you feel about my cousin Vinny? My cousin Vinny's great. Joe Pesci you should come back for acting and do a my cousin Vinny too. And you know that'll be really his funny? triumphant return. <laughs> you know, you know, it'd be really funny if in the next Ant Man and the Wasp movie they just replaced Michael Douglas with Joe Pesci and just have no explanation. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, uh, the game that we're playing is uh, it's actually an app that you can get on your phone, uh, which is called uh, Kids Media, which is basically this uh, movie review app, which gives hmm. different descriptions on movies as to whether they're kid friendly or not. And the way that they do that is they break it down into, into multiple categories, uh, whether it be violence, um, sex, language drinking and drugs, positive messages, or positive role models uh, into these different categories. Ooh. And I think it would be fun if I gave you a couple movies uh, where I'm going to read some of the subcategories, and you guys have to decide via the descriptions of what's in the movie what the actual movie is. Mm. So mm, all right. Does that make sense? Um, 
Yes. Yeah, I think after we do it a few times, we'll get the, we'll get in the groove. All right, all right. Well, uh, basically, this is this is not. You can just guess at any time. You can guess as many times as you'd like. Uh, just yell out whatever you think the answer might be. Dunkirk. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. If, <laughs> if if you're right, I'll let you know, and you'll get a point. Uh, otherwise, you can just keep going until we run out of categories. Okay. All right. So uh, let's start with the first one here. Uh, let's go into violence. Um, it says here a relatively high body count, and most dead are aliens disguised as humans. Uh, one of the aliens kills people by releasing deadly dart stingers at them. Uh, Predator? No. Men in Black? There's an extended face-to-face between uh, the main characters and their alien nemesis. Uh, weapons include regular guns, high-tech space guns, and uh, the monstrous alien creature with the stingers. Uh, lots of ga- alien guts and goo. Is it Men in Black? That's a good guess. No, it is not. Uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, language. We have half dozen words, uses of the word shit and bullshit, <laughs> as well as uh, pissed off, ass, damn, hell, stupid, bastard, oh, God, and other mild exclamations. <laughs> uh, uh, is there like a, a time range when this movie came out, like 90s or 2000s? It's, it's recent. Not what the... Uh, one is it the invasion, like the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers? No, you guys are way off. Uh, um, one joke intended to highlight outdated attitudes about race includes the word darkies. Uh, <laughs> uh, neighborhood Watch. No. Uh, <laughs> that was a random fucking guess. Uh, but there, I know there's aliens in it, and it's recent. Let's go to sex. Uh, one rather graphic kiss. Uh, between an alien man and a woman. Well, you're really breaking up. Let's see. Someone's falling apart right now. Oh, is, is the guy started the egg edge? Uh, flirting. There you go, that's flirting between a male and female agent. Uh, Valerian. Correction officer makes jokes about conjugal visits and whether a scantily clad woman visiting a prisoner is clean or not. Yeah, I'm so fucking lost. What what the hell is this movie? Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, last one. Positive role models. Uh, The agents are all brave and loyal and willing to sacrifice their safety and lives, if necessary, to save the Earth from the perils posed by aliens. Starship Troopers. uh, Prometheus. No, you guys. You guys. Aliens. No, you guys were getting were warm earlier. I know it's not even accurate. You guys were warm er, warm earlier. Mm. You, you uh you were you had the right series. You just didn't have the right one. Uh, men in Black One, Men in Black Two, Men in Black Men in Black Three. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I said that earlier. No, you no. only said one and two. I said I said three. No, I didn't. I didn't hear you say three. Oh, you mother. Play the tape. Play the tape. Oh, you mother. I give it to Jason. No, I'm giving you the point. No, don't give me the point. I want Jason to have the point. Uh, I, I give it back to you, Joe. Are you gifting Jason, the point take the point. All right, I'll take the point. Go to bed, Joe. Okay, good night. All right, our next movie. Let's go into uh, the violence category. Uh, lots of cartoon violence with fight scenes, some intense, fires, explosions, and people getting vaporized. Uh, oh, shit. Shot and, in one case, impaled. Uh, a group of school tr- children are in, in peril. Uh, parents, Power Rangers. Parents emotionally abuse the, their children. Goes to Washington. Oh my God! No. 
<laughs> Let's go into language. Mark. We have uh, ass, damn, and one shitty. <laughs> Independence mm. Day resurgence. No. Let's go into uh, <laughs> to the sex category. Oh, my favorite. Uh, passionate kissing. Uh, someone wears emoji movie. Someone wears a wet T-shirt. Emoji movie. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. I have no idea. Uh, Girls Gone uh, Wild. Um, let's go into positive messages. Uh, core messages about empathy and responsibility are strong. Uh, there's lessons learned here as a new hero is born. Other themes include... Spider-Man. Yep, Spider-Man. That's correct. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, no, yeah, the pole. Dark, uh, Green Goblin. <laughs> oh shit! I was like, that was a total yeah. shot in the dark, but yay, Spider-Man. Mary Jane did have a wet T-shirt. Oh <laughs> yeah, you got to see them MJ nips. <laughs> <laughs> Those gremlin nips. All right. M <laughs> Moving on to our next one. Uh, let's go into violence. Um, a character beats himself up quite violently. Uh, why? Liar, liar, liar. <laughs> yes, it is liar, liar. <laughs> oh yes! You should have known. <laughs> Wow, that was quick. That's amazing. That, that was so fast. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, da, 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 da. Here we go. Let's go into the... Let's go into violence. Um, My favorite. Painful, real injuries throughout. Faces of death. That's all it's... Jackass. <laughs> that... Jackass 2. No, no. Jackass... Uh, I'll give it to you, Joe. It's it's technically called Jackass the movie, but I'll give it to you. Okay, thanks. That's Sean. Jackass one. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Okay. That was also kind of quick. Um. Let's go to the next one. Let's see here. And yes. All right. Let's go into the violence. Um. Although. Okay. I can't read that part. Uh. Da, 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 there's uh. There's spanking. <laughs> Uh, Fifty Shades. <laughs> Which one? Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, that is correct. Burger. <laughs> Woo! That is the old point. He had me at spanking. <laughs> all right. Uh, now, see, now you guys are, are starting to get it. Um, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. Uh, da, 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 if it'll ever come up on here. All right. Dunker. <laughs> Let's go into the language category. Uh, we have a couple uses of shit and damn. Um, violence. Uh, a high body count, both from explosions and collateral damage. Uh, assassins shoot and kill many people. Intense car chase leads to lots of deaths. Uh, entire room full of people is blown up. Um, John Wick. Oh. John Wick 2. Characters in crowd are injured or die. Uh, and char Atomic characters are abducted at gunpoint. Taken. No. Let's go into the... Taken. Die hard. No. Taken. Die hard. Ew. Let's go into the sex category. Um, our t two of the main characters live together. They kiss several times. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Smith. In one scene, uh, she's taking a bath. Damn Da, 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 da. One of the main characters wakes up next to a half-naked woman who's sleeping in his bed. Her back is visible. Oh, don't bother. Nope. Uh, oh, that was a horse. Both uh, main characters are seen shirtless. 
Open water. Uh, all right. Well, let's go into a different category. We have positive role models. Uh, despite their flaws, doubts, and animosity towards each other, uh, the two main characters ultimately act courageous to help save people from destruction. Uh, oh, Hancock. No. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, that's about it that I can get from that one. Oh, God, I had no idea. Ugh. All right. That's it. How about how about drinking and drugs? Um, one of the main characters drinks a lot of wine and adult drinks Passion of the Christ. and cocktails at a party. Iron Man 2? No. No. Okay, well, it doesn't seem like anyone's going to get this one. That was uh, This one was Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, what man. character? Oh, oh, you mean Batman and Alfred? I'm thinking like a couple. You said assassins. Yeah, there's assassins in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, like KG Beast and those guys. Oh, ugh, barely. There's, both there's characters are seen shirtless. That's right. <laughs> Superman and Batman are both seen in the bathtub. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Let's go into the violence category. Um, lots of bloodless fighting. Uh, the main character uses uh, a form of kung fu on his enemies at one point. Batman, uh, Dark Knight Rises. No. Nope. Uh, seems to almost stab a punk with an ice pick. But Oh! Uh, but, wait, but hooks his Sorry. earring instead. Uh, reckless driving slash flying and car wrecks galore and gunfire. Batman Begins. Nope. Uh, let's go into the sex category. Um, multiple couples smooch in bathing suits in some sort of hot tub spa complex. Um, some double entendres. Uh, da, 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 da. A character strips to skimpy lingerie and finds a condom in his wallet. Woo! Uh, refers to the main character as her boyfriend. Um, this isn't basic instinct, right? I'm no. Ice pick. Uh, street okay. punks sexually harass her. A uh, glimpse uh -huh. of bare breasts on an animal. Uh, yeah. There is. <laughs> Their uh, characters <laughs> accused of being perverts. Uh, you got me at the bare breasts on the animal. I have no idea. <laughs> bare breasts. All right, language. We have hell, damn it, God's name in vain, uh, and other euphemisms like bull pucky. Jeez, I don't fucking no. know, dude. All right, well, no other guesses. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, that was Howard the Not Duck. Right. Oh, <laughs> really? oh my God! I've never seen it. How the fuck was I supposed to know? You didn't see it? No. Uh, the, uh, the, the duck boobies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, our last one here. Um, let's go into violence. Uh, heavy sci-fi violence, although. None of it is especially gory or detailed. Fifth Element? Nope. Uh, film opens with a explosion. Star Wars, Star Wars Episode 5, Star Wars Episode 6, <laughs> Star Wars Episode 7, Rogue One, Phantom Menace, Attack oh, of the Clones, Revenge yeah. of the Sith, 
It is Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. It opens up with Padme's body double dying. Yeah. Spoilers. Yay! She's got some spoilers. <laughs> All right, well. And then she's like, I failed you, my queen. It's like, uh, you didn't fail her. You did your duty. <laughs> yeah, you did your You're job. supposed to you die. Job. You got blown the fuck up. Yeah, that's what you were there for. A blammo! <laughs> Um, all right, well that's uh, that's it for for the game. Uh, Jobo, you won with uh, three points. Uh, here's your prize. It's a DiGiorno pizza. Oh boy, because I earlier fourth one today in order for my DiGiorno quota to be filled. <laughs> Thanks, John. DiGiorno quota. I make my Italian ancestors proud. Jason, you you came in second place with two points. Uh, your prize is a bottle of extra virgin olive oil. Oh, extra virgin, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he actually has like a, a negative body count. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's that's it. That's all we got. Oh, that was. You really need to like think like all yeah, your that movie was a, knowledge. That was the toughest game, game you ever did, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know how I feel about it. I got. I got a mole. Like I'll listen back to it later when I'm uh, drinking my extra virgin olive oil. Excuse me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to the Italians. Do we drink our, all of our olive oil and and we drink all of our mozzarella? We make it into water and we <laughs> drink the mozzarella cheese uh, and then the oil. Joe, do you also we put do you also rub uh, gravy on your on your face to keep yourself uh, youthful? No, no, that's racist, Sean. It's called gravy face. Is the olive oil what you use for shampoo? Gravy face. You use, you use olive oil as shampoo, and you use uh, gravy as body wash. Oh. You know, I did, hear, ooh, I did hear, though, once that back in the ancient Roman times, they would use olive oil to clean themselves. Like, they'd rub it on their skin and scrape it off with, like, a the type of thing you'd see. Jason, use, uh, are yeah. you talking about Caligula? I don't know what that <laughs> Do is. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> No, but uh, yeah. So maybe Joe's right. Maybe he does use olive oil to clean himself. So what? Yeah. What's your problem? Oh, I don't know. Check anyway, your privilege. <laughs> let's uh, put a ball in the end of this episode. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to round three of the Star Wars SmackDown tournament. Stay tuned for next week for round four of the Star Wars SmackDown. The tournament. finals. Plus some other Jason. Missing. The finals. The finals. The finals. You're right. The finals. Yeah. Round four. The finals. Plus some other is, funny. Is it cool if I bring your sister to the finals, Jason? No, Dan. <laughs> no. But it's a special event. And, uh, yeah, it's Jason. Be, there's going to be uh, the Star Wars and some other stuff, right? Some other stuff. Yes. <laughs> some other. Speaking stuff. of other stuff, along with the finals next week, everybody, Sean will also have some funny miscellaneous stories to share. I'm sure. Now, so stick around. Um, it's a pretty good guess. Now that I've put the spotlight on you, you have to bring miscellaneous stories. So anyway, I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgscreen89, letter J, letter G, word screen 89. Tweet at me if you want to be on the show or anything to deal with blah, blah. Go to the blah, blah Twitter page, blah, blah pod one on Twitter. Find our YouTube page, blah, blah podcast, same name. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, blah, blah podcast, same name. <laughs> anyway, John, take it away. 
Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, you can look me up at the underscore Brack Show. Also, uh, keep up to date with the tournament on Twitter and Facebook and uh, our own website, Blah Blah Inc. Also, uh, we're opening up the Blah Blah Store, and you can buy uh, Joe Bo's Secret Sauce, uh, available <laughs> soon on the Blah Blah Store. Uh, it's very spicy, so uh, definitely get. You got to got to put lots of pepper in it in order to have the kick. You do. It, you it, know what? It doesn't come with the meatballs in it already, though, right? No, you no. gotta you gotta buy the meatball packs. I'll, I'll just I'll yeah. just tell you all right now. The secret ingredient: half of it's garlic. Yes, so and also we have. Um, we're gonna be selling Jobo themed contact lenses. They look like mini <laughs> slices of pepperoni. But you only you have to wear se- you have to wear seventeen of them at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to make a mark. Yeah, uh, just coming soon to uh, blahblahstore.gov. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean, were you were you done there or no? I'm done. Okay, Kirk. <laughs> I'm done. Steve. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SayinBarbarian, and if you're following me, unfollow me and follow me again. And <laughs> later, this, later this year I will be releasing Steven's Encyclopedia to Star Wars for those who do not enjoy the company of females. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> looking forward to the release. Hopefully, uh, it'll bring back some happiness into my life. <laughs> no, oh, Steve, don't worry. I'll pat you on the back. <laughs> there you pat go. Something. Yeah, Pat Sage. <laughs> Joe. Pat Sage. <laughs> Joe, your turn. Uh, I don't have anything to plug, Sean. You got you plugged all that, but I do want to plug uh, my favorite Italian restaurant. Mama Babalucci's. It's on uh, 43rd and South Street uh, in Philly. Um, they got the best gnocchi. They got the best bruschetta. They got the best uh, rolls, uh, fresh-made rolls. They got the best tortellini. Uh, they, they got the best fish uh, cacciatore. Uh, they got the best shrimp scampi. They got the best uh, all kind of food. So, so go on down to Mama Babalucci's and, and uh, get your uh, get get what you want. Joe, are you talking with your hands right now? Can I just go to Burger King and get the authentic chicken parm sandwich? Isn't that Italian? No, you got to go to Mama Babalucci's for the best chicken parm in in all of Philly. Joe, will you eat the Burger King chicken parm sandwich? I mean, I'll try it. I mean, it's chicken parm. I got to try chicken parm, you know, but, you know. (laughs) But nothing beats beats Mama Babalucci's video and uh, try it out. Yeah, periscope it. And uh, Dan, any final thoughts to close out the show? Uh, you can just follow me on Twitter at uh, F-A-T-A-X-666. Yes, I have a fat ass. Woo! Since you're asking. <laughs> Padonka donk. <laughs> and uh, Darth Maul better win this fucking thing or someone, someone's probably getting killed. I'm just That's listening. right. Yep. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have yourselves a good night. And remember, Star Wars will save your life. So just keep watching it. If you just keep watching Star Wars and you don't go anywhere, you won't have to go out anywhere and risk your life. So yes, Star Wars will save your life. Then you can buy cryogenic packages to sleep in between sequels. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just freeze yourself like Han. All right, anyway, have a great night, everybody. Peace and love.